Thomas Harley continues to step up and proved he's worthy of top pairing minutes even when Miro returns. Can the Stars go two for two against the Wild tonight? And is Otter nearing a return? Let's discuss next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105 Through the Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. Thomas Harley has been a saving grace to this defense core this season. And he stepped up in the absence of Miro Hayskin. And I have to tell you how good he has been without Miro in the lineup. And they've certainly needed it. Can the Stars go two for two against the Wild this week? Very hard to do, especially after you shut out a team on their home ice. You get another crack at them tonight at the American Airlines Center. And is Otter nearing a return? Matt Murray was sent back down to the AHL. Does that mean Jake Ottinger is almost ready to go? We certainly hope so. But first, let me tell you about Thomas Harley and how fantastic he has been. But today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And of course, I will continue to sing the praises of Mr. Harley all season long. I'm a bit high on him more than others I felt like coming in to the season. And he feels like one of the few on this decor that's exceeded expectations, which is a good thing. Already 19 points on the season. I felt like he could have 50 points this year. He's about on track to come up short of that, but who knows with Miro being out here for the foreseeable future, maybe Harley continues to rack up some points. But Dmitry Filipovich put this out on the Twitterverse, and I have to share this with you. Here's a few of the bullet points about Mr. Harley. And this is the three games, including when Miro went down against Colorado a few days ago. So Harley's been playing 24 minutes of ice time per game, which is first on the stars. He also leads the team with five on five minutes at 58-48. So he's playing a bunch at even strength. And the stars have a 75.3% expected goal share. And that is via natural stat tricks. So that's are some of the numbers that uh, Mr. Filipovich put out about Harley. And this has been such a revelation for the Stars and his ability to step up because, especially with the game on Monday night against Minnesota, when the Stars were in penalty trouble, Esselindel and Yanni Hockenpah almost exclusively take all the minutes on the PK. They have been really good. Down a man. That pairing's been great. Not so much five-on-five. That allows Pete DeBoer to play Thomas Harley a ton when the Stars are at five-on-five. Also because Harley is interchangeable. He can play with Hanley. He can play with Lundquist. He can play with Suter. He can even break up the Lindell-Hockenpop pairing if he wants to. And that's what makes Harley so valuable. 
You can put him with anybody, and he's going to get the job done. And he's been so, so good this season. I feel like I tell it every podcast, but we have have to acknowledge how great he's been in just his second, really full season, really first full season in the National Hockey League. Has two points since Miro went down, which is great. Uh, he's getting some power play time. Stars haven't had a, a ton of looks on the man advantage since Miro went down, but I've really liked his puck movement and his decision-making as a quarterback. I thought he would be really, really great on that second unit. I would still love to see him get more minutes, and he's going to do that with Mira out. But I found this with some more research that I really, really love. This is via moneypuck.com. He's second in the National Hockey League with a 5.6 goals above expected rating. That's second in the National Hockey League, and that is at all situations. Five on five. PK, of course, here has a shorthanded goal and uh, on the man advantage. But this is something that I really, really loved to compare from his 2021-22 season and now just his 2023 season because he's played about the similar amount of games. In 2021, he played 34 games, and then he just played six in 2022, of course, at the end of the season heading into the playoffs. So here's the 34 games that he's played in 2023 and just a few of the numbers to kind of match up against others from those previous two seasons. So expected goals in 2023, 3.4 in 2021, it was 2.1, but look at the stark difference in numbers like this goals above expected. As I just said, 5.6, he was negative in 2021 and 22. And this is just regular season and the playoffs. I bet Harley was a bit up because he was playing some fantastic minutes, but I really love seeing the stark difference in that to show the development that Harley has had after coming back from the AHL and then a full off season preparing for his first full year in the National Hockey League. That's almost a difference of plus six in the goals above expected. Points per 60 minutes, 1.65 this season. It was 0.52 in 2021, 1.19 in 2022. So he steadily increased there. His shooting percentage is way up. Of course, when you have nine goals, that's certainly going to help. But those are some stark differences in numbers from when he first got called up in 2021 to now. And I think that just shows you the development that he's had in the AHL and why I really thought it would be important for Niels Lundqvist to go down there and get some playing time and develop a bit more. Unfortunately, they're not able to do that. I've said that multiple times with his contract, even though Niels played a really, really phenomenal complete game on Monday night. Hopefully we see a bit more consistent effort of that. And then the stars can really get rocking and rolling. But Thomas Harley in the absence of Mira Haskinen continues to prove he's worthy of top pairing minutes. I've said it all year. He needs to be playing the second most, even when Miro's in the game, he needs to be up there at 22 minutes, 23 a game. There's no reason Suter, who's approaching 40 years old, should be playing more minutes than Thomas Harley, especially with the impact Harley is having and Harley increasingly is getting more ice time. So they're deploying him that way. I think they're realizing that, yeah, we need four and 55 out there a ton because they're one of the best 
as a pairing in terms of expected goals percentage. They're actually the best in the National Hockey League when Miro and Harley are together. But I love Miro being out for this reason because it allows guys like Harley to step up and establish themselves as top-level defensemen on their squad. And he's worthy of top-pairing minutes. Absolutely. It also allows Niels Lundqvist to get into the lineup because Pete DeBoer doesn't have a choice now. You got to play him. You got to play him. You can't have him sit up in the rafters. And I think this is a good thing for him. He can continue to play. Maybe it lit a fire up under his rear and Lundqvist can continue to get better. But Harley is getting better. And he's been really good this season, which I think is an even bigger note on this whole thing. Yeah, I can throw all these numbers at you. Yes, he's been great in terms of his goals above expected. He's got all these assists. He's been doing so well on the PK, even in that job, making himself a more well-rounded defenseman. He's got some power play time. But the biggest thing is he's become a shutdown defenseman in all aspects of the game. Off the rush, his ability to close gaps and puck jack people is amazing and force teams into playing dump and change or or dump and chase when they really don't want to do that. I mean, the amount of times he just shuts down odd man rushes or three on twos coming the other way because of his long reach, his ability to close gaps uh, and and force an opponent into a a terrible play is, is amazing. I, I, I can't sing his praises enough when you watch it on a nightly basis, his ability to get his sticks in lanes, break up passes and, his takeaway numbers are way up this season as well. His giveaways are, but that's because he's playing more. <laughs> and uh, you're bound to give the puck uh, away more, especially when you have the puck a bit more. And he's playing a ton. So I, I just I had to share some of those numbers and how great he's been. A 53% Corsi 4 percentage, which uh, ranks pretty high. In, in terms of Dallas Stars defenseman at second behind Miro, of course. So he continues to to just be a saving grace for this defense squad. And uh, I love it that Miro's out to some degree. And, and I hate saying that. You all know how much I freaking love number four. And uh, I, I hate to, to see him not playing because the Stars desperately need him either way, even if they're going to win hockey games without him. Uh, the Stars are certainly not as good uh, without Miro Haskin. But... It allows some of these young guys to play and prove that they're everyday defensemen. And Harley's already proven that. I mean, he's overwhelmingly uh, deserved this amount of ice time. And uh, I think this is great for him. And we got a good one on our hands. And hopefully he's going to be here for a long, long time. Him and Miro are going to be a pairing that I dream about every time my head hits the pillow each night. And, uh, that gives me a lot of hope moving forward for this uh, Stars Stars decor. Jim Neal hit it, man. He hit it right on the money with this guy uh, in the first round. How about that? Uh, he's got some good pedigree. He's got some credibility uh, in the draft. The rest of the defense, maybe not so much in the way they've constructed it. But hey, salary cap is a thing. It is really hard to get great players, uh, especially for cheap especially for cheap and lockdown defensemen because those are just not available. Teams will not let him up. Look at Esselandell. He's a shutdown defender. Stars would never let him go. Um, and good thing they haven't because the PK needs a lot of work, especially uh, against this Minnesota team, which every time these two come together, 
they play special teams galore. It's a spectacular for power plays and penalty kills. Speaking of that, can the Stars go two for two this week against the Minnesota Wild? May we see two AHL goalies face off? Maybe. Let's talk about it next in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season has wrapped up and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 money line bet. That's $150 in bonus bets when or lose. Go ahead, get the FanDuel app. It is so easy to use. They have live game, same parlays. They have bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parley Hub, and the playoffs are here. You have some great matchups this weekend. The Dallas Cowboys taking on the Green Bay Packers. Detroit and Tampa is a very interesting game. You have Philadelphia taking on, who are they taking on? I can't remember because I don't really care who they take on. Hopefully they lose. I'll be completely honest. I have no idea who their opponent is because they completely collapsed and allowed the Dallas Cowboys to win the NFC East baby. So that's all I have to say on that. But go ahead, make some money this weekend with FanDuel while taking in the NFL playoffs. Such a great time of year. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. So the Stars trying to go two for two tonight at the American Airlines Center against the Minnesota Wild. Be sure to check out on YouTube right now. Go over there to subscribe. Locked on Sports Today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. 24-7, as I said, covering the top sports stories along with the local experts of Locked On. Great stuff over there. Great stuff on here, at least I think. So go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell, Locked On Stars. Please be sure to become an everydayer. Listen every single day. We have great stuff coming out. On Monday, did a crossover episode with Locked On Wild. Hopefully, I'll do a few more of those with other teams as the year goes on, and we can have some fun discussing the NHL. Okay, so I'm thinking we may get a backup versus backup goaltending matchup here tonight. Of course, Marc-Andre Fleury has not been good against the Stars in his last three starts, dating back to the spring game uh, when the Stars put up, I believe, seven on him. I'm wondering if the Minnesota Wild go with their AHL goaltender who was called up this week and Jesper Wallstad. He, um, he has been a, on a lot of Minnesota Wild fans' minds since they drafted him uh, back in 2021. He was in the first round at 20th overall, and uh, they've been pretty much waiting for him to kind of take the reins. He's played in a lot of preseason games uh, against the Stars. He actually mentioned this week that he's played really well against the Stars, and that's when Dallas was kind of trotting out their real lineup, so to speak, uh, in the preseason when, you know, sometimes you kind of get your uh, your depth guys and sometimes you get at least 85% of the real roster. And Wallstad 
mentioned he's played pretty good. He's 11-9-2 this season in the AHL, has a 2.54 goals against average and a 0.917 save percentage in 20 games played. Fleury has now started in five straight. Maybe they go with Jesper Wallstad tonight in Dallas and try to recreate some of that magic that Matt Murray had on Monday. Do the Stars go with Matt Murray once again? They did recall him or loan him back to the AHL, excuse me. Uh, we'll probably find out more about Otter here as you're watching this or consuming this uh, since this will be out in the morning. But uh, he was reloaned to the AHL. If he is back, do the Stars want to go with him again? But they did give Wedgwood a rest. Maybe they want to put Scotty back in there. Um, I think this is a real interesting matchup. It's really hard to beat a team in back-to-back nights within like three days, especially after you went into their building and shut them out four to nothing. The Wild are dealing with a lot of injuries. Kaprizov still going to be out. Jared Spurgeon, uh, Jonas Brodeen. So they don't have uh, the 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 roster or the firepower that they would like. And uh, well, for the Stars' sake, you got to find a way to win these games. Uh, this is a team you, you should be able to handle. Uh, and I find it really interesting, kind of the chess match between these two two teams on on when on most nights when they get together. Pete DeBoer against Minnesota just seems to put on a coaching masterpiece every time he faces Minnesota. He just always seems to push all the right buttons and Dallas comes out on top, whether it's special teams, whether it's just the chess match between coaches. It's not as fiery when Dean Evanson <laughs> was uh, was behind the bench now uh, with John Hines, of course. But uh, this is a, a shaping up to be a really good matchup, especially if you get Jesper Wallstad. Stars have seen him a bit in preseason, but look, he's uh, he's kind of new. Uh, and you got to figure out how, how to beat him. Uh, but the Stars haven't had any trouble with their offense this season. Of course, 3.59 goals per game. That is uh, top five in the NHL. Tyler Sagan uh, has been phenomenal. I touched on it yesterday. Be sure to check out yesterday's episode as well. It's reveling in the fact that the Stars beat the Wild again with two shorthanded goals and a power play goal for good measure too. Sagan now has four goals in his last three games, 10 points in his last five. He has just been so deadly. 15 goals on the season, just one behind the team lead, which is held by Rope Hints with 16. Look, Jason Robertson, when he takes on the Minnesota Wild, just has a coming out party, it seems like, every time. When the Stars are struggling or anybody's struggling, they need to play the Wild. If we can get that schedule figured out, NHL, please do. He's scoring in back-to-back games now. He's up to 40 points on the season. He's uh, crept up. He's over a point per game now. So uh, I, I, I said uh, around Christmas break that it just feels like Robertson's on on a verge of really starting to go on a, just a stretch where he's as productive as he's ever been this season in a down year in goal scoring for Robertson, but 40 points in 39 games stars are just getting balance from everywhere. Uh, and I'm really excited to watch this matchup while they're going to be hungry. I feel like to be really physical against the stars, can they weather that like they did in Minnesota in that first 10 minutes of the hockey game? Maybe this time, the power plays get shifted uh, shifted over to yourself because if the Stars get six power plays, night, night, Minnesota, they better be disciplined because 
if the stripes saw the game on Monday night, maybe that evens things up and the stars get a lot of uh, power plays. Uh, they could they could put a real hurting on the wild. So you got to be able to 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 beat another team uh, in back to back days. I think this is a, a great little kind of mini playoff series, so to speak, too. When you're taking on a team multiple times, the intensity, the hatred seems to amp up a bit. It wasn't a very overly emotional game on Monday. I bet that really ramps up in, in Dallas tonight. Minnesota's not going to be happy. They're down a few men. They're going to try to really really implode their physical physical presence on the stars they got to weather that and hopefully they get a lead and they hold on to it and they pick up another one much needed points here in this stretch and then you close out with chicago in nashville on the weekend so as i mentioned jake ottinger may be nearing a return what does it mean when matt murray was sent back to the ahl yesterday I'll tell you a bit more in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we've come to sports to escape sometimes from the crazy realities of life, but can we talk for just a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That can be scary, and you don't want to imagine the helpless feeling of a loved one that has a sickness and the supply chain issue will not allow you to get them life-saving medication that they need. Thankfully, with Jace Medical, you'll be okay. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, you have skin infections, among others. That stuff could happen to anybody at any time. Visit FanDuel.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. The Jace case. Five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. So, Matt Murray was loaned back to the AHL yesterday, and that could mean one or two things. Either they're trying to save a bit of cap space for another day, which they had done about a week ago. I believe it was right before New Year's. They loaned him back to the AHL. We obviously knew he was coming back because at that time, Otter was a bit farther than closer than returning uh, at the time. But it also means now with Otter nearing a return, Pete DeBoer mentioned last week, he's getting closer, he's progressing, he's taking shots in practice, uh, and pretty much doing uh, all the normal things that uh, Otter is doing uh, when he's manning the pipes almost every night. He could be returning tonight, maybe in a backup role to Scott Wedgwood, or does Matt Murray get called up? But I think this is really, really good news that Jake Ottinger is nearing a return. I mentioned a few weeks ago, I thought the most likely date for him to be back or the closest would be next week uh, against Los, uh, Los Angeles, not Las Vegas, Los Angeles against the Kings. But I think he's going to be good to go. If I'm speculating correctly and I'm giving myself an educated guess, I think he'll be ready for the back-to-back this weekend against Chicago and Nashville. That would be a nice introduction back, maybe against the Blackhawks, 
maybe against the Predators where he's had a lot of success uh, against Nashville in his career. So all good news either way. Jake Ottinger is almost returning. They would certainly like to have him back. He's also the all-star representative for the Dallas Stars this season. Be sure to vote for Miro, Rope, Duchesne, Robertson as well. Make sure every day you go to vote for those guys. See if you can give Otter a teammate to go along with him to Toronto in the 2024 All-Star Game. So we'll see how that all uh, shapes out. For anybody watching uh, on YouTube at this time, I've been posting it a bit later just because more people seem to be on YouTube, by the way. Uh, If you have any thoughts on that, if you like it when I post it a little bit later in the day, uh, I feel like the majority of you can get to it than when I've been previously posting it really, really early. I would love some feedback on that if you like it to be uh, a little bit later in the afternoon. I just feel like more people are on YouTube at that time than like 8 o'clock in the morning. If you want to get your fix early though, I always post it at about 8 o'clock in the morning, the uh, audio version. So yeah, just some clean house there. Would love some feedback on that, but I've been posting a bit later. Uh, The reason I was getting into that is because we'll probably know by tomorrow morning around noon whether Matt Murray was loaned because Otter's returning or not. (laughs) So uh, we'll see what the uh, goaltending situation is like tonight against the Minnesota Wild. National broadcast tonight. No Bally Sports. It is on TNT. 6.30 start as well at home, which I believe is the first one of the season. I think TNT is doing a doubleheader. That would be my only, uh, only reason for why it's a 6.30 start. They probably got a late night game on the West Coast. So national broadcast, the old TNT crew is uh, on the job for the Dallas Stars versus Minnesota Wild. Stars trying to go two for two against the Wild, pick up a crucial two points in the Central Division, trying to keep up with Colorado and Winnipeg. Should be a fun one tonight. Appreciate all you everydayers out there taking in every episode and hanging with me on this roller coaster of emotions of a season, especially the last few weeks with Otter going down and Miro. There is a ton to discuss. And uh, I would say I'm happy about it. At the same time, maybe not so happy because when the stars are going through some injuries, there's almost more things for me to talk about. For a, mo- for a while there, we were just kind of cruising along, winning games. Uh, nothing too drastic was happening. So. Uh, hopefully the stars will be back to full strength here in just a few weeks. It feels like they are with Mira not going on the LTIR. Always great news. Of course, didn't have to have surgery. Best case scenario moving forward. Alrighty, be sure to follow me on the Twitter thing at JoeyTheJet19. Locked on stars, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Put that notification bell on. Never miss an episode. Always appreciate you stars fans and locked on stars fans as well. Thank you so much. Enjoy your Wednesday and enjoy Wild versus Stars tonight on TNT. We'll see you tomorrow. So long Stars fans.